It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, Make Your Bed. Our scripture reference today is Acts chapter 9, verses 32 through 35. As always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. Now, as Peter went here and there among all the believers, he came down also to the saints living in Lydda. There he found a man named Aeneas, who had been bedridden for eight years, for he was paralyzed. Peter said to him, Aeneas, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and make your bed. And immediately he got up, and all the residents of Lydda and Sharon saw him and turned to the Lord. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Admiral William McRaven once addressed a graduating class at the University of Texas. His speech has inspired many people, accumulating more than 14.7 million hits on YouTube. Among the several clip-worthy bits of advice, it's the first that is most unassuming. He talks about the advantages of making your bed. That simple, mundane act as your first task in the morning has great benefits. If you haven't already, I'll leave it to you to listen for yourself what those are. But that simple act also finds its way into scripture in a similar, unassuming, meaningful way. In Acts 9, the apostle Peter meets a man, Aeneas, bedridden for eight years. This is only one person Peter has met as he traveled among all the believers. We aren't given any more context about their meeting other than Peter's command. We can only assume how Peter heard of him and got to his home. The apostles' command is simple. Aeneas, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and make your bed. That simple act that many of us avoid becomes the first sign of new life for a healed man. How many times do you imagine he wanted to get up and make his bed in those eight years? Simple tasks like that were impossible before. Now, his first task isn't to shout praise, joyfully dance or pray and give thanks. No, your renewed life begins with a made bed. In other words, Aeneas, you have your life back. As I reflect on stories like this one, my tendency is to wonder about the healing itself. I join the millennia age question of whether these signs were a part of a particular season for the church or if we can expect them now. If we can, why don't we see more of them? But I'll wander from that discussion a bit today. Instead, I'll reflect more on Peter's other movement, the coming and going among the believers. Some of my colleagues and I look forward to hearing our bishop use the word 
thither once a year. It's how he speaks of John Wesley's activities. He went from here and there among the people of England, America too. And Peter's thithering allowed him the chance to offer healing to Aeneas. While I am no apostle, I can go among the saints. And while I cannot heal a bedridden person, I can be a part of God's healing in other ways. I suspect not many of you are apostles either, and none of you have told me about any miraculous healings you've led. And that means we have shared possibilities. You don't have to go to the ends of the world to be God's peaceful presence. It could be your greatest witness is to your home. Then start there. You may never see a grand miracle happen before your eyes, but the simple ways we share God's peace may not seem like much. One small task may be enough for each new day. The blessing in knowing someone is healing is not in how grand an event it is. The blessing is knowing that God has not left us. Stay blessed. Thanks for always supporting Another Note. This is our daily devotional. I'll keep writing and recording as long as you keep listening and we keep growing. If you ever find Another Note on iTunes or anywhere else podcasts are available, make sure to leave a review so others can join us. The easiest way to connect with me is online at anotherjohn.com. God be with you.